there, partner. We are back. Josh Randers. Talk Podcast. Jimmy Riley. Here we are, man. Good, Good to be back, man. Good to have you back. You're looking clear. Did you get a new phone? Uh, no, no new phone. Just the lighting, I think. I usually record in the living room. I'm in the room room today. The garage. The haraje. Um, oh, haraje. I don't think that's that's how it's said. <laughs> um, <laughs> I forget. I was trying to think of it. But um, how is the garage living? It's pretty cool. I just killed a, a black widow earlier today. Um, so that's cool. Living with some insects sometimes. That's but uh, live and let live, right? Until it's... You know, like, I need to live and they need to let me live. So I killed it. Exactly. Um, but no, it's cool, man. We only have a month left in this spot. So getting ready to move into a new spot. We're going to be on the same street as one Kenny Sullivan. So Shut up. No way. Gonna be neighbors, low key. Back to um, Yeah. I found the spot just looking for different places to live. Like, I tried to get this other place, a tour of this other place, and he's like, oh, that place is not available anymore, but I have this other one. So kind of tracked it down. It's like literally a block away from the PB Rec Center where they have like open runs and fucking a big-ass park and fucking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Primo. Sweet location. Yeah, definitely is. Um, What was I going to say about living there? Um, Oh, why, why are you guys out of that lease? Just because the people, are they coming back to the house or whatever? No, they're going to tear it down. Yeah, they're tearing down this spot, building a mansion. It's like a 1950s, 40s house or whatever. Yeah, how can you uh, blame like, them, honestly? Yeah, exactly. Location's primo. That's the only reason they even let us live here in the first place is just because they were going to demo it this summer anyway. So they're like, all right, let the kids tear it up a bit. And uh, <laughs> tear it up we did. So we're just planning a, a last final kegger, a final banger, you know, something really? to send it off right. You know, yeah. That's, I mean, especially if it's getting demolished. Fucking throw another girl off that cliff or whatever you guys said you were doing during Mo Bomba. Classic. Um, I wasn't there for that one. That's fucking, that's crazy though. That's, uh, that'll be fun. A little banger. Good way to go out. Leave the neighbors hating you guys one last time. A little West Side Rager. <sighs> Love Can't that. Can't be mad at me. Um, do you have college kids around you or what's the, are you guys in like a neighborhood neighborhood? No. No, we have like people that made it, like New York Times bestsellers. <laughs> oh, and, like, yeah, that's right. Tech millionaires, shit like that. And then Old you guys people. just fucking smushed in the mix. Yeah, and just us fucking blasting music hella loud, but we're at the end of a cul de sac. So it's pretty good vibes. House next to us, the guy just died. So they're just like going over there. Like the daughters come by just to pick stuff up, but no one lives there. And then across the street, we got Mike Sager, New York Times bestselling author. And then, got that good and then, weed. <laughs> yeah, and then his, sis, his sister lives in the house right next door to him. So oh, that's cool as hell. Family affair. Good for him. I actually want to get your thought on that, Jim. So say one day, hypothetically, you were to have a family. Thoughts on having like the grandparents like live next door? Two thumbs up. It might get a little overbearing at times, but like that's built in childcare. You know what I mean? That's ship them off. That's run a, over there. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Go to grandma's. No, I think it's uh, it's good. Uh, most of my family, I feel like we all grew up kind of in the same area. Um, 
And we got our house remodeled. We fucking bounced around from family to family, time to time. So I've, I've experienced living with uh, other people in our families, but uh, I, I don't mind it at all, honestly. Like I said, I think it's a good place for the kids, especially if they have younger kids too. They just fucking entertain themselves. That's what we did. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It, it might be different if it was like the in-laws, right? And you have to. Well, they are in-laws technically. Like, let's say it's, it's for someone, uh, right? Yeah, like if it's the mom's parents, you know, moving them in. Right, which is a lot tough. Oh, I mean, I'm not in any situation, so I don't know. But I, I could imagine that being a lot tougher, especially if you don't have the best relationship. They're over fucking dinner every day. Oof. Yeah, my thing is just like if you have that situation, you're going to have to give them the key. And as soon as you give them the key, your house kind of becomes their house. Yeah. Setting boundaries with your wife's mom might be a tough fucking yeah. tough call. Like, hey, you can't come over. That would fucking break her soul. Yeah, how do you – you can't even bring that up. That's that's like a no-fly zone, you know what I mean? That's You're just handcuffing yourself. Now that I think about it, probably not All the right. best idea. So speaking of things that you can't bring up Let's that are kind of just like off-limits, right? What are your thoughts – what is that? The Unabomber. Wearing it again. He just commits suicide. Oh, God. May I don't know if we're supposed <laughs> to say his soul rest, but go on. What are we not supposed to talk about? Uh, Like being in a thruple. Oof. Dude. Okay. Does that uh, thumbs up or thumbs down on, on the... I knew you were thumbs down on this. Two thumbs down. And I'll tell you, I have a real life experience of being around a person that was in a threpple and he was the worst person possibly ever um what was their situation was it was it guy guy girl was it girl guy girl, guy? girl, girl. so he thought he was sick okay so yeah there's a comedian um i mean it doesn't matter uh justin Reppel. he was on america's got talent this year and okay uh, i opened for him when i was doing comedy in reno and stuff and uh <laughs> He thought he was, like, so sick off the start. And, I mean, I don't talk and shit, whatever. He's he's big and famous. Who am I? So I, it doesn't matter. Um, so he thought he was sick coming in, like, wouldn't let people, like, talk to him in the green room, like, was, like, very about the craft. Cool. And then, like, he goes out there and puts out a what I considered a mediocre product. I was probably putting out a shit product. I was just starting yeah. out. But, like, he sold it this big thing. So he gets on America's Got Talent two years later. That was right before COVID. Two years later, he's on America's Got Talent. I'm like, oh, my God. So I see uh-huh. on the storyline, his, like, big selling point is that he's in a thruple. His name is Justin the Threpple Repple or something like that. I'm like, oh, oh my, my Christ. And, like, they build this whole thing around him having two girlfriends. And, like, uh, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. But it just uh, it seems like it never works out. You know what I mean? It does feel like the wrong type of people gravitate toward it, towards yeah. it, at least from the male perspective. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like a lot of other things. Like a lot of other things are really cool and fun and awesome if you're a girl and you do them. But if you're a guy, it's just not the move sometimes. Right. But with that being said, you know, is that too much to ask for? Or like, I feel like that's something really hard to, it's not, say you're a girl, right? I feel like it'd be way easier for you to just be like, I think I want to try this. And then just like make it happen, you know? Right. But how do you even make that happen as a guy? Like, what is it? Like, I see him <laughs> on the internet. I don't know if it's just a TikTok thing. Like, 
throuples. Like, well, I don't know if there's obviously real people out there, right? So it's like, it's, it's definitely happening. How you approach that, I don't know. It's like you almost have to be cheating on one and then like bring it up and they'd be like, I'm fine with you. I mean, like there's no, how do you, well, I'm saying like, I feel like the most logical way would be you're dating one girl and then you and your girl, once you guys are really cool, have threesomes with other people and then you have threesomes with one of them and she just stays. Yeah. You get into the lifestyle. You, you start, it's not swinging a bit, but you, exactly. Um, yeah, that's probably, with that being said, just to finish my thought here, yeah, go on. if you already establish a relationship before the third girl enters, then she automatically has an inferiority complex. Like it's the other two, like you already had a relationship. She's just an accessory to it. Yeah, that's very real. That's what this guy's situation, he was already married. And then they started doing that exact thing. Third girl, but, or our second girl got in, but she seemed like just as fine and cool with it. Like they, people seem happy. They <laughs> yeah. really do. Which is crazy. I mean, the Mormons did it forever. You know what I mean? Polyamory. They outlawed it in America, so they just went down to Mexico. They were like, fuck this, whatever. And so there's a ton of Mormons down in Mexico that just live in life. The the Mexican Mormons, dude. Crazy. No one parties like Eminem. Mitt Romney. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mitt Romney Mexican? I think his father moved down there, or his grandfather moved down there. They're like OGs. Um but go, I mean, go on. So I have more. Yeah, I have yeah, more yeah, thoughts please, on this. Please, please. The, the other way, the other way that it could possibly um, happen would be there are two girls who are best friends, right? You who doesn't want to spend the life with their best friend? You know? Yeah, I mean, I guess, but at the same time, that brings up the same. There, girls can be best friends all they want. They still one's always gonna. Try they and share, test each other. They live together. You know? I feel like, again, you brought up this point earlier. It only works if you're rich and famous, I think. It, it seems to. Because then you have... You always have something else to give. You know what I mean? It's just not... Yeah. You don't have to slang dick all the time. You can slang some cash here and there and keep them happy. I feel like it only works if you can afford it financially. Right. I mean, Like, it worked way better in a mansion. Yeah, especially if you have, like, space to go off on your own, too, so it's not, like, all three always together. I feel like that's when shit would get testy. I don't know. Um, And in an ideal world, the girls would be closer to each other than they are to the guy or to me. That, (laughs) exactly. You get to go off and do your own thing. Like, I'm the accessory. Yeah, I, I don't know of if I their like relationship. That. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> no. I'd feel like one of the chicks and the yeah, I'd be like, nah, this isn't it's not for me. The the whole uh triage thing. Yeah, well if anyone has any good resources for how to go about being in a thruple, I think link them down it. below. I don't know. It just feels like an awesome concept. And I didn't even explain why I'm even interested in it. Yeah, please do. So there's the obvious reasons of like, you know, having sex with multiple people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, right? But the real thing is when it comes to decision making. Explain. You know? So in a relationship uh, that's one-to-one, someone is always probably giving up a little bit more than the other in terms of like, you know, there's only two of you. So it's my word versus your word. My wants versus your wants, you know. Mm-hmm. But once you add the third person, now we're in a group setting. And now we can do two versus one decisions, you know. What do the majority of us want? 
Now that's good and bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because what if, yeah, exactly. What if two people always have the same, I mean, it just ends up teaming up. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's the good part about one-on-one is you can talk everything through. You get three people. Now you got one more voice complicating things. You got one more. Yeah. Or mediating things. It's almost like every conversation you have, you have a witness to that conversation. So there's less ability for like manipulation. So like say two of you are arguing, you can always look over at the third person and be like, did I say that? Exactly. Am I out of line right now? Like, is that what I was trying to say? You know? No, that is a good point. But at the same time, I don't know if I need a fucking mediator in my life. That's yeah. (laughs) Extra voices sometimes aren't better. Yeah. I hear Um, you. Is it so the the throuple thing? That's something you're you're interested in. I'm I'm assuming you, it's an idea that I'm interested in. Yeah, exactly. I just don't know. Like like again, it's something that you can't ask for, right? How do you even go about that? I don't even know where to start. I don't know any of it. But from what I've seen, people seem like they are in healthy, happy, functioning relationships with it, and everyone seems really happy. Um. Yeah. I mean, I you're. TikTok algorithms different than my algorithms. I don't have TikTok, but if that's I don't have TikTok either. Um, oh, whatever algorithm you're getting the threpple suggestions on, I'm sure. Put in the comments. I'm sure they would love to have someone else join the old the old lifestyle with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe that's the place to look, huh? I but no one needs the extra guy. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, no exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, uh, that's good tough. time. Yeah. I've completed my thoughts on on that matter for sure. Uh, I mean, so have I. And the and the thought, I'll give a Jerry's Jimmy's final thought, and uh, a la Jerry Springer. Um, not for me, man. Too yeah. Too con- convoluted. Too confusing. I'm good. Yeah. I'm Gucci. Um, but it is a good idea. I mean, in theory, it's just an idea that I just wanted to explore. Yeah. No, I love it. What up, boys? If you haven't heard already, it is smooth sack summer. Uh, when you're playing in the summer sun, make sure you're escaped from pubes to bun. That is, that's right. Uh, this summer, to keep your balls cool while still looking hot with Manscaped. The leaders in Below the Waist Grooming are making sure we all have a ball this summer by giving our pants partners everything they need to stay fresh dive headfirst into smooth sex summer by going to manscaped.com for 20 percent off plus free shipping with our code trough yeah i tell you you know whenever i'm planning to go on a date i always want to feel just that little extra boost of confidence everyone knows shaving around your johnson down there makes it look a little bit bigger a little bit brighter and as soon as I started using Manscaped, I started feeling a little bit bigger and a little bit brighter. So it's definitely changed the game for me. The Manscaped Performance 4.0 package has everything you need to prepare that summer bod. They built the ultimate grooming bundle for your summer grooming. Their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor. A new multifunction on and off switch can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn the 4,000 LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Um, And did this guy mention 
that this trimmer is waterproof too. Beach, lake, or shower, this razor will devour even the strongest pubes. Um, if you're shaving at the beach, you're an asshole. Now that you have the perfect <laughs> haircut, use this man or use Manscapes liquid formulations to keep that freshness even at the hottest summer barbecues. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant to stay cool in the heat. With the soothing aloe vera formula, it is the best in the business for below-the-waist freshness. And this clear-drying formula will keep you looking good while smelling good. Yeah, the ball deodorant is a major key. I mean, Manscaped even threw threw in two free gifts with their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Wearing sandals with some nasty toenails during the summer months? Take a look at Shears 2.0. A luxury nail grooming kit. This kit includes stainless steel nail cutters, tweezers, and grooming scissors. With the performance package, your balls will be ready to impress, but make sure you cover the rest with Shears 2.0. Um, and that's get 20% off plus free shipping with code trough at manscaped.com. That is 20% off plus free shipping with code trough, T-R-O-U-G-H at manscaped.com. It's Smooth Sack Summer, boys. Get on board or get left behind. Smooth Sack Summer! <laughs> well, the next thing I wanted to talk about, because we're halfway through the year, so I felt it's only right. We look back in time. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> and, well, we can do... I, I got a bunch of things we can look back in time. I got New Year's resolutions, our predictions, and then I, I totaled up the draft scorings as well. So, first, we'll go over the uh, New Year's Let's predictions. Go. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I don't feel like I'm on top of my shit at all. All right. So, Josh, your first New Year's prediction was reading. Okay. 10 minutes in the morning. In thirty minutes at night, Oof. that's what it was. Yeah, I just I just listened back. <laughs> lofty I goal. Wrote that didn't down didn't seem that lofty when we were talking about it, but listening back, pretty lofty. Oh God! Herb. First thing in the morning, just sitting down and reading, kill me. Yeah. Um, I read a book this year so far. Hey, that's something. I've been kind of I thought, and I've been telling myself my goal was five books in the year, but. uh Clearly, it was something on a daily level. (laughs) Five books is way more realistic. And your work's changed a bunch since we did that. That's the other thing I was going to bring up. Life's kind of different now. Yeah, life moves fast for sure. At the end of the day, the goals are good, but your job is your job. Takes up big, chunkier shit. Yeah. And then you get home and you're like, let me watch some My Holla Herald on HBO. Wow. what, What show is she in again? industry which is a must watch honestly especially if anyone's watching succession and now it's gone and they're looking for their next show on hbo industry fire damn and my haul god what a what a blast from the past she kind of left us all in the dust but that's fine we all knew that was happening from the beginning though that's spot on. It's so true. It's so funny because in eighth grade, if you would have asked us, "Oh, what's my holiday going to be doing?" We're going to be like, "Yeah, she's probably going to be famous." Yeah, exactly. Actor. Um, which is crazy because she is um, legend. But okay, so your next next resi. All right. Was and you you nailed this one. I feel like they're. Go ahead. I'm embarrassed. Go ahead. <laughs> no, well, mine mine are bad too, so don't worry. The jujitsu was the next one. All right, we got you did. We got step, yeah, exactly. All right, yeah, that one, that one, I wouldn't be embarrassed about. You, you tried it, wasn't wasn't fitting. 
didn't do it. Um, and uh, and that one's a TB to be continued for sure. Exactly. That's a it's a lifelong pursuit. Um, and then the last one is your weight room goals. Do you remember what you wanted to do? Put up in the weight room. I think I wanted to bench three plates or maybe three hundred. Three plates. Was it three three plates? <laughs> three fifteen. And squat 400 or squat four plates? Yeah. Hey, no progress, but definitely still doable by the end of the year. Oh, I'll yeah. say that. I've, I've been looking at the gym. I've been looking at it. Dude. It's been right there. I'm the same way, though. Why is it so hard to get into the gym? I just can't. The problem, the problem is my gym's at work. So yeah. it's like I have no excuse not to go. I literally go to the gym every day. I'm at the gym every day, yeah. you know? I mean, so I, I just need to find time instead of leaving 30 or like leaving work early to go home. I'll just leave work early to lift or something. I'm close on that one. I'm close on that one. Um, yeah. I mean, I have the same, same thing, gym at work, pool at work, but I'm just like, I find every excuse in the world not to fucking, yeah, not to do it. Um, but cause you know what else is at work, Jim? What? Work. Yeah. And food <laughs> and leaving a little bit early. Yeah, there's nowhere you want to leave more than work. Now, I saw this great slash horrible meme. Mm -hmm. And it was like 30 minutes till 4 o'clock. Only 40 years left. It's so fucked. It's so fucked because that's so me. I'm like, fuck, only an hour left till I'm out of here. And then I'm like, wait. Literally. I literally. Just working for the weekend. It's crazy. Like, you you don't even think about it, too. You just kind of drone through it. I'm trying. I tell you I'm trying to find a new job. I'm. I'm done ski with mine. I think I'm going to. You didn't tell me. No, you didn't tell me. Well, tell I talked to, than... talked to old Ben Lentz and uh, Ashley Johnston. So Ben Lentz's uncle is a carpenter, and he's like, yeah, like we can definitely see about taking you in on our next job. And then Ashley Johnston's dad was an electrician, so I was like, I'm going to go sit down, talk to him. I feel like both of those jobs <clears throat> would suit me way better than being in an office. I feel like I'm blue collar at heart. You know what I mean? I absolutely Jim. I need to be swearing on the job. I need some guys to fucking just shoot the shit with it. Just not maybe some heaters just for the aesthetics, you know, or, or for the, or for the high, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Shit. I'll do whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, chewers are doers. That's what they say. You ever heard that? Saying? Yeah. Cause chewers are doers. Chewers are oh, chewers doers. doers. Cause you don't have to do it with your hands. You're just fucking right in there. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I feel like I just do for a change up. There is no way, no how, um, I can stay at this job and we're starting with a new company next week and it's like just a nightmare already. Can't do it. Yeah. Won't yeah. do it. Um, I've been feeling the same feelings where it's just like, oh, I want my day to be over. But then I literally like, what trajectory are you on? And it's like, I heard this awesome quote where it's like, it's better to be at the bottom of the ladder that you want to be on than at the middle of the ladder that you don't want to be on, you know? Yeah. And I feel like right now I'm pretty much at the middle of the ladder that I don't necessarily want to be on. I'm not sure. Like if I want to be on this, I need someone who's going to pay me a little bit more. Right. If I'm doing a job that's like nine to five, like corporate, like at least make it worth my while to where I'm like really stacking, you know? For sure. And I was thinking, all right, well, what would be like something where I could like do and be like proud of what I do. I mean, I'm proud of the work that I do, but still it's like something a little bit more like I just go to work, not worried about getting fired, not having anyone tracking my activity. Yeah. That would be nice. 
And I had an Uber driver Ooh. in my trip to Vegas, which is a whole can of worms that we could. We will unpack we could, next. That we will unpack. Although I'm, I'm pretty sure what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's the uh, say. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, but anyway, he told me that he used to work for the U.S. Embassy. And that they fucking pay nice and that they fucking pay for your your living expenses and they give you per diem and Damn. it sounded fire. And for normal ass jobs like HVAC or fucking really, whatever. I didn't even think like they that. need everything like security, like doorman security, you know, I fuck being a security at an embassy would be low key sketch, though. I mean, depending on where point. you are, obviously, but, um, but if you're like an HVAC guy, you're just fucking doing normal work for them. But yeah. it's like, you obviously have to go through a certain level of background check right, or clearance like and all that passport, that type of thing. Um, that would be sick though. Cause then again, you feel like you're contributing to something, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, it's still not a desk job, you know? Yeah, exactly. Just getting out of sales, you know, cause it's this, it's just. It's cool, but it's just, it's a game. So you make it a game and it becomes fun. But at the same time, it's like, right. I don't need people breathing on my neck telling me that if I don't do better, I'll get fired or whatever. I just want to be able to show up to work and do my job that actually like serves someone. So like being like a right, another thing. So I've been having my eyes on like moving to another country, you know? Ooh, that's, I feel like that's always kind of been something you, you would do. You know what I mean? It's always been something I would do, and then when I think about it, I'm like, it sounds awesome, but then it's just like, or does it? Like, no more golfing with the boys, like, no more hooping with the boys, like, all that shit. But at the same time, like, dude, you could get a mansion out in Panama City for, like, what you'd pay for, like, a one-bedroom out here, that type of thing. So right, would be kind of sweet to find, like, a remote work job and then get an American salary and then pay fucking Panamanian cost of living and i've been on zillow looking at some houses damn go so. to puerto rico keep all the benefits lose the taxes i mean hurricanes are a little scheme but uh shit i know a lot of yeah, people that's thing right and it's an island there's a lot of yeah exactly you're gonna you're closed in but no taxes and you can come freely to america which is nice not that you wouldn't you're, yeah. you're a citizen um Damn. So, what other what other places you would you go to? Would you? Panama's go back to the Spain? main one, really. That's the one I got my eyes on. Costa Rica would be cool. I guess, like, like in Argentina would be cool, but that's like now we're getting too far away. You know. Mm, okay. You go down to like Buenos Aires. Now you're like, I think it's like a three hour flight to Miami from Panama. Oh, that's all. It's pretty. Yeah. Good. Yeah, pretty solid. So, and then you're right there. You know, I feel like you're right there on both ends. You know, you come back really quick and then you're pretty close to like all of South America where you can just be like, yeah, went to Peru last year, went to Brazil this year, Super that type sick. of shit, like in a more reasonable way, you know? Oh, for sure. Um, have you ever thought of going there and teaching English for a little bit? Exactly. That's what I was going to say is like, if I went there, I could even, even just get like a simple job at some point out there, you know, yeah. just like a simple ass teacher or restaurant job like that would be kind of cool just a job that's just like i don't know like a job and you just work for whatever pay that you need to live you know right you're not working you're not living to work you're yeah. you're working to to live you know what i mean or exactly. vice versa whatever way it goes it's kind of both it's yeah. actually kind of both 
ironically. True. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be that would be super sick though. Um, okay, so when you went to Spain, what was the best part of being abroad in Spain? Random question. The best part, but the best part about being abroad in Spain is like the cultural differences in terms of like what they value most when when it comes to like the present, the past, the future. Hmm. And like compared to America, they care about the present way more as opposed to like America will sacrifice our happiness today with the hopes that we'll be like rich tomorrow, you know, or that we'll be happier tomorrow. And for them, it's more so like just, you know, just enjoy today. Just live like it. have some wine, have some tapas, take a nap. Like Kinda it's not nice. as much of that like not as much of that bustle. Like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then that was cool. And then being so close to other countries was really cool. And then cigarettes were cool too. Yeah, <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> Do you keep up with anybody from the abroad group? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Definitely Instagrams and things like that. There was a couple of them that were out here in San Diego at one point. We were supposed to hang out, but then I forgot what happened. It was just like one of those days they wanted me to come meet them somewhere. And I was just like, yeah, ah, it's yeah, too yeah. much. Yeah. Man, not doing it. But um, good group. Yeah, mainly the Italians. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, when I went out there, I, like, became friends with these, like, Italian group of study abroad students. Because, <laughs> like, all the Americans hated me, bro. It was so Why? weird. Like, from being from I didn't California get along with any of them. Like well, I was that. So they were all East Coasters. So the vibe was just different. And then I showed up, like, a week late. Mm. And I was living in a place with, like, 12 roommates, right? Like, there were six rooms, two beds in each. Like, we were all in, living in the same place, guys and girls. And, like, would have dinner every night at the table, that type of shit. Right. And, like, I remember getting there and then just being like, whoa, like, you're so different than what we expected. And it was just, like, it felt like they all knew each other forever by the time I got there. It was kind of the vibe. Yeah, it's tough. I, was just, I just felt like an outsider the whole time. Plus, I didn't like any of their vibes. There was, like, three of them that had specifically negative vibes and then another three <laughs> that were, like, completely annoying. Could you compare the negative vibes to anybody we know? I, I just I'm trying to get a reading on this. God, um, who's the most Hayden ass bitch that we know? I don't know. Like, um, I would say my myself a lot a lot of the time, but it's it's like, a good fun. Like the biggest negative Nancy. Anytime anyone else was having fun or doing anything, she just gave the stank eye. Oh, and she was like she, from like mi- she was like from Mississippi. She had the grossest vibe I've ever met in my whole life. <laughs> I can't even think. I honestly, have, I've never met. I can't even give a name that is equal to that at all. That is so funny. Because like I wouldn't associate with them. You know, right. like it hurt to be around her. You know. Um, but then another guy was just annoying. And that guy, I would kind of compare like a Derek. <laughs> like a Derek. Like, I could tolerate him. Like, at the end of right. the day, like, he would invite me to go play soccer. We'd go play soccer or whatever. But he would just, he was, he was kind of intolerable at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. He had the, the thing about him is he had the biggest FOMO of all time. Like, uh, he couldn't say no to anything. Like, if there was anything going on, he couldn't say no. He would go and do it, which was sick. You but always had at the someone, same time, right? He was just driving himself crazy, you know, and he was kind of like East Coast Connecticut vibes. Yeah, like oh, you didn't big rich kid. But I did see him, you know, what like a year ago, two years ago at Bottle Rock. Wow! On the way to Bottle Rock, getting picked up on the shuttle or whatever, and just he gave randomly? me some movies. That's just so, random. That's so strange. <laughs> yeah. 
and then he gave me some goomies and then uh good guy i threw up later yeah still a good guy (laughs) yeah um that's sick there's more there's more stories to be told about that guy oh i mean i mean a friend of mine had a trip planned to madrid got an airbnb and all this shit he also had a trip planned to madrid with his girlfriend and then his girlfriend like broke up with him and like kicked him out the airbnb and then he like came and crashed with the other friends that got an airbnb and didn't want to pay him it was like a whole thing this is yeah. sounding more and more like d lee as we speak <laughs> just... where are my glasses in uh, my case there's been i've never been this drunk on my birthday dude i have so many videos of that kid drunk that i'm like you have that video i it, that video is in my email somewhere yes and because that was at uh was that at my house well the part that happened like that i'm referring to those lines that i mentioned happened in front of my house if i'm not mistaken mm. but i think you may have been driving him around even someone oh. was driving him. yes it yes, was like yes, yes. elementary at, i think you guys were before that that was the <laughs> the night that I drove Derek home. The other people drove somebody else home. And then he started making out with himself in the mirror and Jack in the box drive through. (laughs) So good. He just started smooch in the mirror. Classic D Lee. Um, Probably his first blackout. One up. That was like, not his 21st birthday. Let me tell you that. And Jim, when were you going to tell me you're going to be a father? Excuse me? <laughs> you, I didn't know you were joining the Sorensen family. Oh, stop it. Stop it right now. You stop Jim, it. you dog. <laughs> you do not put that on me. She's Ricky in a Bobby. relationship. You do not put that on me for a second. Um, When does she do? I mean, congrats to Hannah. Any day now, according really? to IG. Very happy for Hannah Sorensen. Yes. Sorry for the cruel joke. You know, when I was, <laughs> it took when me I was a, a kid... <laughs> When I was a kid, my godfather would come over and he'd say, I'm your real dad. Which one's your, your who's dad. your godfather? It's got to be a public. Uh, it's kind of unofficial. I, I just meant, I was talking about Dave Publico. Yeah, that's exactly. I guess, I guess Doug might be as well, but yeah. How is Dougie hey, doing? He's good. He's retired. Good. Talks to Seth on the phone every day. Um, It's good. I haven't talked to him in a little bit, but I'm assuming he's doing well. I congratulate him on his retirement. Hell yeah. Is he still driving? What is it? A Viper? What what car did he used to drive? The Cobra. Around? The Cobra. That thing was so sick. So yeah. Loud. That's his passion project. Good. He needs to never get rid of that. Um, how was how's Seth doing? You just saw him, Dude, right? I just saw him. He came down to San Diego. He visited my mom. He visited my grandma on the way. Let's go. He brought his fiance. I set him up real nice. We love let him. him have the bed. I slept on the couch. Oh man, good times. He, we went and got food, and then he came back to the house and he he watched the NBA finals with us. How's he? Is he big NBA guy now? <laughs> no, not at all. And he didn't like the silence at all. We were just sitting oh, watching. Just and he'd be like, mother brother. <laughs> yeah, brother. he's never brother. been one for silence. There's there's conversation. He's never to be been had. one for saying anything of substance either. Just like filling in the filling in the air, the dead air. Ah, brother, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Legend. He texted me the other week and he said he's working on some new skits. I said, "Hey, you got a part for me? You let me know." Yeah, uh, Anchor Forge and Iron Productions. Is that actually what he runs it under? 
Well, that's what we want to. Yeah, one day. That's sick. Wow, that would actually be really sick. That sounds like official. Um, Doesn't it? Legends. Do you still have that business card? Didn't you have a business card from them back in the day? Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. it's somewhere. Damn. Six. Classic. Grandpa used to smoke the pipes. I mean, is there anything better? We should bring back tobacco pipes. Just straight tobacco Dude. and just... I'm telling you, and I'm, and that's the thing, Jim, I feel like I'm at a point where I'm valuing my health a little bit more than I was before, and I'm saving all the good shit for when I'm older. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm going to pick a, up smoking at 60. Right, not a bad strategy. No I, way it catches up to you, by the way. Do you remember a Mr. Wynn from... Uh, Jeff Wynn? Yeah, the high school. Uh, Oh, was he math? What did he teach? No, he's science. I think he was Oh, Mr. Wynn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not No D, yeah. Anyway, he said he had his own personal theory that the way to live the longest is to be completely clean and sober your first half of your life and then pick up all the drugs and alcohol your second half of life. Really? There's something to be said about that, though, you know? Well, because think about it. It takes a while for all that buildup to happen, and that's why it gets people at that certain age. But if none of that buildup happens, then that cigarette is just what's going to keep you alive. It's going to keep you what you're living for, you know? Yeah. I mean, ah, I just... I feel like as we get older, too, like, they're coming up with so much new new technology, whether it be drugs, vape, you know what I mean? It's just like got to stick to the old schools. It's worked for so long. I, I, Let's go back to it. Yeah, yeah. Pipe. Shakespeare fucking smoked monks out of a pipe. Wow. I remember that. The day that popped up on my Snapchat feed, my my day was made. There was Huge weed news. and tobacco resin in Shakespeare's pipe, which means mokes. I heard Shakespeare uh, wasn't even a real person. Did you actually hear that? I actually heard that. Yeah, that's a very like common myth. ChatGPT will tell you all about it. Really? What's it? Well, now what's who wrote all these? Then was it like exactly a, like like that's like an artist name? Like uh, uh, I see. I you see. know, like someone wrote this. Yeah, um, but Shakespeare was never a real person. Yeah, I I'm sure. If, I'm sure it's not the conventional wisdom truth, but I heard that. I've I bet that's happened over many of you know what I mean like. Yeah. someone writes something and whether it be like a slave or a peasant. And then they're like, Hey, you know what? That looks pretty good. Let me throw my name on that and publish it. Fuck off. And then yeah. Hashtag Hamilton. <laughs> is that the, I've never, I have you seen Hamilton? I've never, I don't know what the, breakdown I saw Hamilton. Is. what's the breakdown of it? Like, well, pretty much that. Like, I guess I didn't know this before watching, but Hamilton's the one that wrote most of it. He wrote like the Federalist Papers, and I think he may have even wrote like the Constitution itself or some shit. Right? Maybe that was Jefferson that played a big role in that, but something like that. He did a lot of the legwork in writing all the shit that became like the founding shit that we think. Yeah, exactly. But he was from uh, what's it called, Jamaica, or some shit? Huh? He was like from the Caribbean. He was like black. I did not know that. I did not know any of the founding fathers were like at all black. It doesn't. Yeah. What? That's not in the history books. Like, I don't think he was like obviously considered in the category of like Negro or whatever the hell it was. Like, I think he was like fair skinned enough to like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But still, that that's is... kind of a situation where it's like you write it. Yeah. yeah and we exactly. all get credit potentially, you know, right. Um... More, I feel like it was more so the situation where you have a group project 
and you have the straight A student that's gonna do a perfect project whether you're there or not. Exactly. So it's like, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. you're gonna you're gonna redo my work anyways. Just, I'm here to help. Exactly. Just do exactly. it. Um, yeah, that's crazy. I had literally zero idea. Uh, that's like when they turn the Egyptian guy white in our textbooks. You remember those? Like when they show pictures of Who, Egypt. Jesus. Yeah, well, any, I mean, literally <laughs> any of them, you name it, and they're all just like pasty white. And you're like, hey, wait a minute. Uh, yeah. Your skin would be burned, brother. I don't know what's going on here. Um, but Egyptian sunscreen. <laughs> it, that's, that's what I mean. There's there's no sunscreen, Jesus. How are you? How's your skin? Not well, I tell you on? what, most Egyptians I've ever met have that like, 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 golden skin like that golden marshmallow yeah. skin not you know this skin that i'm seeing in textbooks but hey that's okay made made sense for me back in the day and i guess that's all that mattered <laughs> jim jim i'm gonna have to stop you you're getting dangerously close to critical race theory right now uh, uh I'm, i specialize in crt um i went to school right as it was starting and i wrote many BET. papers on uh the critical race theory <laughs> in the intersection of uh Okay. I, I don't know, but intersection's a big word. That's I see all I you, remember. Kimberly Crenshaw. Exactly, dude. Okay. Right, right. Intersection of race and gender there and religion. Go. And poverty. Come I mean, on, intersect man. everything. Right in that. Um, let's get into <laughs> Vegas. Let's stop the CRT. You're right. We're getting too of close. Of course. It was just an offhand joke. I wasn't trying to die. I love it. I love it. Um, Vegas. How was Vegas? Who went late on me? Seemed like it was a pretty solid crew. We got, you know, like Nick Leone, Johnny, Kenny, Chad and his girlfriend, Kendall and his girlfriend, wow. Dante and his girlfriend. Ozzy made an appearance. Matt Tripoldi made an appearance. It was like kind of a bunch of faces there. Got there the first day. I'm staying at the Tropicana. Is this a th- I go to Friday? Th- I get there on Friday. Okay. Staying at the Tropicana. I go down to gamble at the casino and I just wanted to play poker. Well, it turns out they don't have, like, poker poker where you're just playing and betting and all that stuff. It's modified poker. It's called Ultimate Texas Hold'em. Now, what's this? This is poker without bluffing. It's just you versus the dealer. Oh, that stinks. And so how it goes is you see your cards, and then the first three cards come out. So the flop comes out. At that point, you have the option to either bet double your initial bet which they have minimums on. So I was playing $30 hands to start. So you have to bet 30 more or you have to bet 60 or 90 if you want to bet the flop. That's steep. That's steep. And then the next two, or you could check. Okay, that's fair. Or you could check or you could check. On the next two, two cards that come out, you have the option of either betting half of your initial bet so putting down 15 more mm-hmm. or full. God. So you're what? You're in at least 45 bucks a hand? 45 bucks a hand, yep. And so how did that play out for you? It was working great with the $30 hands. It was money. I was going up. I was killing. I went up. My first session, I went up like $360. I was raking. That's nice. I was... I was absolutely fucking raking. The guy, the one of the guys was such a dick. They had they have him on like twenty minute shifts, like going for smoke breaks. They yeah, call yeah. in the new guy when you started winning. Yeah, 
Yeah, and he and he gets back, and I ask him a question. Like, I get pocket queens, right? And I ask him a question, like, wait, what's the most I could bet right now? He's like, you've been playing here for an hour, yada yada yada, yada yada yada. And I was like, fuck you. And I was like, and they were like ninety, and I was like, thank you. I'm betting ninety, and this is my last fucking hand. And then I fucking won, and I said, "Fuck, fuck you. you!" And yeah. I was up fucking three, three hundred, whatever. Cool. Come back later in the night and sit down. Didn't even think really twice to look. It turns into fucking hundred dollar hands. To start, so you're start at a hundred, start, and then you, you start have at to 100. at least fifty. So you're at a one fifty, right? One fifty would be like the lowest you could play a full hand, Ugh. but you would need to put. You would need to put. And I may have this wrong. I may have this wrong. But yeah, you need to put like 200 in. Right. Yeah. Or, another, or like another 100 in, if I'm not mistaken. I don't, I don't know what the fuck it was, but you'd have to put like a big bet in. <laughs> yeah. So then I just didn't have enough to play. I lose three hands in a row. And, then and there goes my money. Yikes. That's a, that's a tough go. And that was the same night. That's all night one. That's all night one. And now. The fans of Trough Talk are going to be asking, why didn't you put your own Vegas strategy to use here? You take I you know, take your money that you're Jim. willing to spend, you put it on a color, and you I say... I know, Jim. I don't I know it, Jim, and I should have. <laughs> and I should have. I really should have. That's okay. But I wasn't feeling good about roulette once I stood there. Uh, I really wasn't feeling good about it at all. Um, yeah, I need, I need some decision-making powers here, even if it's rigged against me. Yeah, that, no bluffing, and it's not not like you would be bluffing all the time, but just to have that in your back pocket is. Yeah, it's just, no, I mean, it's just like no bluffing, like there's no need to bluff. Exactly, because you know, you're, not playing you're playing, against the exactly, table. it's just one other person, exactly. In fact, you're playing with the table, you know? Like you should be working with the other people at the table to play against the dealer, so seeing what they have, because it affects sense. like the likelihood of what will come out, Yeah, that type of thing. But I sat down next to this guy that made money. Was he playing multiple hands, like, or just one? No, there was another guy that was playing multiple hands at that table. That was a good crew. That's where I went and I lost again, but worth it. Still, good crew. Yeah, that one guy was teaching me the ropes, and he was making money. And they, he was in town for the World Series of Poker. Oh shit! Damn, that's kind of sick. So that was in town. Was there anything else in Vegas that weekend? I mean, I know there's always shit going on. Kind of hard to keep track of. There was uh, prostitutes walking around, so Fun. I guess one of the other guys at one of the other hotels <laughs> had brought a prostitute back to the room. Sounds like Ozzy Montalvo, but I'm not gonna... I think it might have been in that room, <laughs> and then was like surprised when they had to pay, or I don't know the details of it, but essentially they kick her out, and the pimp comes banging on the fucking door. What do you expect? Yeah. Leaving marks on the door, all that shit. So what happened? Did they end up paying? They like called down, called the police. It was a whole thing. What a nightmare. It was such a mess. And then Saturday I just woke up. Yeah, Saturday I just woke up and just like went and met Mateo for lunch. And then just went back to the room. Uh, Matt Melendres. Nice. Oh, Melendres was there. Nice. How's yeah. he doing? I haven't seen or heard of him. He really moves in silence. I love Matt for that. He does move in silence. He's got a big old back like a gorilla. So definitely getting thicker, getting wider, getting broader for sure. Love that. Um, and then I think he's really been on a grind at work. He seems, if I'm being honest, a little wound up tight lately. 
you know? It's he okay. Hey. He seems a little on edge, he's, but he's a killer. You know? He's That's got the killer mentality, I think. Exactly. And you need that instinct for a while. You know what I mean? Get you, get you through this like two, three year span, get all the rough yeah. shit out of the way, and then it's just smooth sailing. Um, he's establishing himself, but Matt always has a plan, I feel like. I feel like Matt is progressing on a certain trajectory always, you know? Exactly. And that's the thing. He doesn't doesn't need it to be shared with the way he just he's got it in his head and he just does it. Um is he still with what's what's her name? Uh yeah, absolutely. The Ash, cutest girlfriend yeah, ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's just a ball of light, isn't she? She is. I've only met her a few times up in Reno, but the best, the absolute best. Um, that whole group, I still can't believe all you guys ended up out in fucking San Diego together. It's pretty sweet. I wouldn't have even, I, I honestly wouldn't have come out here if it wasn't for the awesome opportunity to live for so cheap in such an awesome place. That was like a can't miss opportunity. Yeah. Personally, I miss the Bay, bruh. Really? San Diego's full of fucking whack haters everywhere, if I'm being honest. Just saying. And that, those were just two random adjectives I chose. I was just looking for negative adjectives. But um, That works, though. No waves, you know what I mean? Like, you're at an mm. intersection. I let you go. How about one of these? Yeah. But you know, I also feel like little things, there's better drivers in San Diego than there is in the Bay. No, really. I know it's a high bar, but San Diego drivers stand out as horrible. Like no one thinks it's their turn to stop. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I like we're see all that. rolling. We're all rolling through the stop sign, just chicken. Everyone's just too playing. good to, to to stop. Yeah. Yes, and but that's what I'm saying is if you're too good to stop and you roll through, hey, throw the way. That's on me. Yeah. I don't, Throw the wave. Yeah, damn. Make eye contact. I need some icon tizzy. Yeah, I feel that. So you miss the bay. What's the one thing about the bay you miss the most? I, I mean, aside from that, I miss you, man. I yeah, miss my friends. That's what I was talking about. You nailed it. <laughs> um. All right. On that, I miss note, that. But what? Go on. Other than that, I also miss like being a part of like like a creative community. You know, right. the shows, and I knew all the artists, and I knew like what's happening where and when exactly. it's happening i was just very much had my pulse like my thumb on the pulse of like the city and what was happening very much so that was may- cool. mayoral of you you were you were the mayor of uh i don't want to say san Maybe jose for... but the underground you know you had the yeah. thing around the pulse i think i did i think i did at least for a short time so that was legendary for sure and that would be something that would be fun to do. Like, I felt like I was kind of on a path to go entrepreneurial, but then just like decided to fucking do sales because it's kind of like safe and it made sense and yeah. it was a good opportunity, all that shit. But it could be cool just to do a monthly show, a little bit of photography, a little bit of the hop on and fucking piece it together, you know? Fuck yeah. And then the hop on, <laughs> last thing, is that still? It is, but it's fucking teetering like a motherfucker. Like, it's just not, there's no momentum. Right. You I mean, know, we had to, to have talks about like, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, right. I personally think it works better as just a seasonal thing. Like, seems. Like, yeah. Not to put too much out there for public consumption, no, but like, you don't... maybe, maybe, maybe not purchasing insurance and fucking <laughs> all like, be, like, <laughs> like being like all up to the T all year round. Right, you know? right, right. I know what you mean though. Like, yeah. maybe just having it be a bike that we own like not a business just like just a bike that we own that during the holidays we take out for some gear that people you know? might tip you to ride that's okay exactly. 
Exactly. Um, I don't know. It's just like I'm not there to do any of that shit. Right. And they're both working like two jobs. So like when a ride comes in, it's a scheduling nightmare. So we're definitely about to pivot into something else. And it's definitely something that I'm just kind of like dreading dealing with, to be honest. It was so much fun though. Best job ever. Yeah, you're your own owner. Can't can't beat that. Um, I saw JP at a stoplight the other day. I think it was like the day after his birthday. I gave him a little honk toot toot, and he's like looking around for a second. Then he sees me. I was like, yes, day made. Always. Hey, speaking of birthdays, coming up. You got a birthday coming up next month. Yeah. Yes, sir. I don't. Any plans for the for the fortieth? I mean the. Wow, disrespectful. Uh, no, I don't, I don't do anything for my birthday. I'm not. Yeah. It's not a thing for me. You know, always been that way. My family usually goes camping that, like, weekend, and I usually have the house to myself, and it's a mm. uh, nice day of reflection, you know. See where we're going Exactly. Again and again. <laughs> Nailed God. it. Um, okay, well. well Go on. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, I was, no, I was just going to say, you know, you live you live in a room with your brothers. Sometimes the house alone is just... It's too nice. You know, <laughs> too nice. Exactly. Um, no, it really is. Yeah, I should have room for fucking... Past tense, obviously. 18 yeah. years. And I was in a twin bed for 16 of those. So, yeah, a bit ridiculous. Um, <laughs> my feet, literally all three of our feet were like hanging off the bed. It was like a fucking sitcom. It was so bad. Um, but yeah, let's, let's move on. Final piece tonight. We're going to do a draft. Um, I'll go over our scores are damn oh, yeah. close. Um, I so, want to hear predictions too, if you can, just so we cover our bases predictions for, uh, from the beginning of the year. Wait, say it again. Uh, I'm confused. From the beginning of the year, we had the resolutions. We had oh, the oh, oh, draft that. results. Okay, we so we'll the- do the predictions first. And we'll lead into the draft. So the predictions, you were, you still got one out. You got the Giants, Yankees, and the MLB. That's the only season we got cooking. Um, then you had the Eagles, Chiefs. No, no, you had the Eagles, Niners. No, Chiefs, Niners, Chiefs, Niners, Chiefs, Niners. That would have been sick. But you had the you had Chiefs, Niners, Chiefs winning. Yeah, and then I know I I was looking back because I think I scratched out. Uh, I don't know if it was mine or yours. I scratched out uh, Chiefs Eagles underneath. No, swear fuck. to God. Um, and I I don't know if it was like something we said and was just like, eh, maybe like, I was on the side. And I exactly. Just went with the home team, right? Yeah. Um, and then the last one you had Nuggets and the Bucks and the Nuggies won. We love that. You should have put a future. You should have put a big future on that. Um, Dude, that was early. I saw. Oops. You cut out a little bit there. That was a preseason pick, my boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a preseason pick. Um, And I didn't even, I forgot I put money on that on my bookie. I haven't signed in. Literally, these are like the last things I put in there. So there's going to be some money in that account. I didn't put a ton on it. I put like five or something like that, but going to be something in there. Um, We love it. Um, so those are our predictions. And I was going to see if we wanted to do a way too early predictions, but we'll save that for next week. Um, gotcha. yeah. yeah, we need a way too early fantasy football kind of, uh, outlook, however you want to call it preview season. Exactly. Preview. Um, I would love to hold court for that. Yeah. When is the draft? 
the fantasy football draft for me. Well, okay, that and in the real draft. It just happened um, in April. Why did I, for some reason, yeah, I'm so turned around. When's your Bijan fantasy? John Robinson. Right, 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 right. Yeah, he went to the Falcons. Our draft is on October 18th, and it's in San Diego. We already booked the uh, the, the Airbnb. Wow. Okay, so where'd you guys go last year? Did you see it at X's place? Last year, we went to uh, this guy Cedar's place in the Santa Cruz Mountains. Uh, Or his parents' place. There's a pool. Or maybe it was Scott's place. Mossick. So this is the first destination... No, not the first. We did it at a cabin one time in Tahoe. Um, but yeah, this would be, I think this would be the biggest destination one. Yeah. Damn. We're be building sick. up to Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you guys got a sick league. Is anyone dropped or anything? Or is it the same guys? Definitely not the same OGs. Mm. So this past season, so last year was our first year with the new 12. And essentially... Dom, Dom Zoni dropped. Oh, Dom, that's, right. that's um, right. Kyle Dominic and uh, Mike uh, Matt, Matt, Matt Mazzoni. Matt, 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 Matt. Yeah. They dropped, and then we got Chris Santini's older brother. Okay. <laughs> so right. <laughs> that's hilarious. I just call him 11 because he was the 11th person added into the league. Oh, and, then we got, and then we got Mossick's be, uh, best bud, Cedar, oh, who nice. joined as well. And Cedar tried to join in the league like when we had our first opening back in like 2014. And got denied. He, like, he, well, he got because Miller, our guy Miller, who played baseball. Do you know Miller or no? I've, he played I've baseball him, at yeah. like, I think like Valley Christian and then Cal mm-hmm. Berkeley. Um, but yeah, he wrote like, like, a, like a, like a dissertation. Like he wrote like ten pages. So you're like, yeah, you're in. It was That's undeniable. Sick, yeah. No one even read it. No one even read it. It's like I'm not gonna read that, but you're in. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Too long. Didn't read. TLDR. Um. That's sick though. That's that's a good league. Um. I know Roach is always always invested in it. Um. Is he? Because he was fucking ready to skip this year's draft because he had his other leagues drafting on the same day. Yeah. And that's why that's partially why we moved it to San Diego because his draft is in San Diego. So hopefully we could get him for the later half. I, nothing Bush. pisses me off more than nothing pisses me off more, Jim. There's one day in this league. Yeah, literally it's draft day. There's one day out of 365. We got another guy that said, "Oh, wife's pregnant. I have a vagina. I can't make it." Like, dude. That's like I get it. I get that she will be eight and a half months pregnant at the time, <laughs> right? And that it could pop at any second, but it's one day. Yeah, you can fly. You can fly down for the night. It's one day. Yeah, that's bad. I, I don't think it's too much to ask. I know people got families that they got to feed, but if it's a money issue, just say that. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, agree. We'll make it happen. Like, don't, don't, don't. Don't use your wife as a cop out. Yeah. Don't use that unborn baby as a cop out. Come on. Already using that's an unborn baby. Already. A baby is the best excuse to not go to anything though. I mean, that's because no one wants a born baby there whining its ass off. It's like, you know what? Probably best. You just stay home. I tell you what, Jim, you bring up a great point. Unborn babies are getting more love than, than born babies these days. I think people love unborn babies more than they love the born babies because unborn babies don't complain and they don't scream 
I mean, I'm kind of on board there. Shit. Is, I mean, I don't know a way we can fix that legally, but I got some tricks up my sleeve. Yeah, I like my women how I like my babies. Unborn? <laughs> I like my women how I like my unborn babies. How's that? Silent. <laughs> And ready, uh, I'll save the rest yeah, of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, all right, drafts. Okay, so we're neck and neck. It is, I think you have, uh, we've done 16 drafts. You're ahead on eight. I have seven, and then the last one was we didn't score because Instagram was being whacked. So you're ahead by one in our total draft thing you started off hot i made a run these last couple weeks um so we're just about even but today let the let the record show this these polls come from your instagram slash twitter you post them as well i check i where are these results from i check both of them and then i i take the percentages and i see wow yeah but it's most of the time it doesn't take that most of the time, it's like a clear and away winner, which is kind of crazy. Um, yeah. There's only been like one or two that were close. But anyways, you're ahead by one. Um, and like I said, that's a, if you're not posting these, that's on you, man. I'll, I'll take the draft. Yeah. I'll take the bias any day of the week. Hey, coming off the dick draft, right? I must have won that one. Oh, well, that's the one I couldn't post because Instagram was whack. But wow gotcha so that's the no score dominated on you know i'll put it it on twitter you know what i'll let just the twitter heads decide (laughs) um but this week we're running the sports personality draft so people that aren't athletes but are personalities in sports is that correct Yeah. yeah and i think former athletes who are now sports personalities count okay Right, like, like at this moment, right? Like, oh, okay. So no current athletes. I got you. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, if their main role today is a sports personality, not a sports athlete. Okay. They I, I don't want to say a name here, but I got one. I mean, just look at the NBA Network. You know, like yeah. Well, okay, that's what I was wondering. So I didn't include any of those guys, but EJ. So now I know where we got gotcha. gotcha. So no, we're good. Put it in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so that's the draft. Um, I think I started first last week. I'll let you take it away. Let's hear it. And still, the greatest sports personality in the world, Bruce Buffer. Wow. So, okay. Now let me ask, do you want Bruce or Michael? Which one's the one for the UFC? Bruce. 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 Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, did you know that they didn't know they were brothers until they were like 30 years old? How crazy is that? And they already were both under the same career? They were both as announcers? Yeah. So Bruce started way later than Michael Buffer did. But yeah, and then ended up being that they were brothers. Wow. fucking crazy. Um, that's how you know they just had that voice. That's that's literally what everyone that says. That undeniable voice. Exactly. Um, which is wild. Because, yeah, Michael Buffer, I'm sure everyone knows. You might not know, but he's the let's get ready to rumble. Gotcha. Um, 
he does all the boxing and he was honestly like the biggest announcer until his brother came in and just like now everyone that does like a big promo they call in old bruce buffer get him out yeah. of the bullpen and fucking yeah, exactly. have him stretch the vocals it's sick i love it yeah so that's my guy iconic Nah, as super iconic um as a as a UFC guy, I feel like uh, he kind of stole that one right out from underneath me. He's got some sick calls. He did one where he hit a 360 spin while announcing a name, and like someone asked him about it, and he's like, I just got lost in the moment. He's like, I'll never do it again. He's like, it's just wow. something that came over me doing it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> fuck, that's sick. Like, kind of corny, but sick. Um, so sick. Bruce, this is a draft that I feel like we could go 10 deep if we wanted to. That's what I mean, yeah. But – and we can always, that's the other thing we can redo these. I want to redo like one of these with like a bigger group of people. Cause I know we're like forgetting like the sports families. Like we left off so many is crazy. Robin <laughs> um, baby. The yeah. Lopez. <laughs> that's like over a, the Kelsey brothers. Literally that's the best. So good. Just shared a super bowl together. Um, and the Watts, I think were on the board as well. Oh, they were. <laughs> and I think eh, the Gronks got picked. All right. My pick. Enough reminiscing. But it is nice to reminisce every once in a while. Um, All right. So for my first pick, um, this is a guy who is no longer with us. Um, The laziest eye in all of the land. Uh, Known for his one-liners, his calls. Uh Stuart Scott. Wow. Um, Take the hood off, man. And Dude, childhood idol for sure. For sure. You know how many like I always had those those sang shirts. All mine were like the boo yeah, boo no, like the the Chad Ochocinco, Stuart Scott. I had a bunch of those. Um, mm-hmm. Just a legend in general. Brought MMA kind of to where it was. He was the only one that gave it worth or made it worth the shit at ESPN back in the old days. And ESPN's been shit ever since. He passed away. I hate to say it. There's one or yeah. two good anchors left, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I hear it. But, I mean, I agree. There's another good anchor left that uh, may or may not be my next pick. Damn, he's on mine, too. Um, but, yeah, Stuart Scott, absolute legend. Uh, there's no lazy eyes in heaven. I think that's what the saying is. So, bless up, Stu. Um, round two. Let's hear it. So I'm not going where you think I'm going on this. If you want to take back-to-back Sports Center anchors, you can. I'm gonna go ahead and take care of college basketball real quick and give me Dickie V. Oh God! The Jello's in the fridge and the Jello's jiggling. Damn, Dick- we got a real diaper dandy. A great pick, and he—he's a guy that didn't ever play. I'm pretty sure he was. He's just been. That Damn. for ever, you know what I mean? Is he alive? Is he alive? Yeah, I, I do believe. Yeah, I think last year was his first year not calling. Uh, maybe the like tournament the games. Yeah, but uh, I, I do believe he's still alive. But that's a great pick, and he's awesome guy. Exactly, that guy's iconic as fuck. Great little cameo in the movie Love and Basketball as well. Wow, calling 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 Quincy the. Uh, diaper dandy i loved it i haven't seen love and basketball in forever that was on vh1 like every day back in the fucking day crazy 
favorite love movie by far, top ten movie movie ever. Really, I feel that way about Fever Pitch. You ever watch? I'll cry as soon as I start watching that movie. Actually, really, that movie brings me to tears. Yeah, why? Is that just it's just so your life? No, it's not <laughs> so my life or anything like that. It's just, it is a beautiful story. I think the way they do the movie is really cool. They do like quarter one, quarter two, yeah, that type of thing. Um, but no, it's just cool how much uh, you know they love each other and shit like that. No, it is a uh, is a. Good or really, movie. I get emotional too in this one scene where she's playing basketball, right, and it's not going her way, and then she gets teed up and gets frustrated and starts crying. That's what does she's it like, for you. She's like two seconds, man. Two seconds, man. <laughs> hey, I don't know, but loving basketball will bring me to tears for sure. I'll say that. Uh, no, it is a good movie. I, I shouldn't be shitting on it. I haven't seen it in in too long. Um, but wow, Dickie V, what a what a steal! Number two, that's what I mean. If we had four people, Dickie V's going first over. Has to be a first first pick, first for rounder. Yeah, yeah. Um, love that Dickie V. Um, wow. Okay, so this now having athlete personalities really changed this, but I'm gonna go off my list now and. Uh, I think the only guy that's got a bigger personality than sports itself is the one with more nicknames than I can count, and that's uh, Shaq Diesel. Okay, Shaq. Shaq Attack. Um, The new Crystal Bullets. (laughs) (laughs) Legend. Um, There's just, I mean, probably my favorite player of all time right up there. He's larger than life anything he does there's no funnier show than him and charles fucking just going back and forth every week um but yeah shaquille o'neal fuck sorry my throat's killing me you're good largest paycheck ever out of walmart came from shaquille o'neal just refurbished an entire house in one trip just was like get a line of carts and just one room by room in his house, like I need this TV, this, this, this. Yeah, largest paycheck Walmart history. Ledge. He he owns Forever Twenty One. I'm pretty sure he's a so huge partial shit. owner of Reebok. It's crazy. He's one of those guys that like I don't know if it was like an agent or him, but diversified the shit out of his assets and like made way more money than he ever did playing sports afterwards. Yeah, went back to school, got his MBA legend and not says, only that what well because he offered them to 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 do a class with just him at the university of phoenix like do it just for him you yeah. know like he'll pay and then he ended up paying for like all of his best friends and crew to like get their mbas with him that's why that's i mean can't ask for a better friend have you seen that new Braun movie no what is it the space jam 2 no, no, no. They just did one about him and his friends in high school. It's like a drama a dramatized version of like their high school days. No. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I guess it's supposed to be pretty good. But that reminds me of LeBron. I mean, literally just took his whole crew from high school to millionaires. So fucking sick. Built them up. Invested Crazy. in them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the old Shack Attack Diesel. All right, number three. All right, I think I'm just going to match your pick here and go Charles. Because I think Charles is the more entertaining of the two. 
He definitely. If I'm going to be honest, I think people tune in for Charles because you just don't know what he's going to say. Shaq is Shaq knows what you should and shouldn't say, and so he steers clear. Charles knows what you shouldn't and shouldn't say and dives right in. He tries to pull Shaq right in with them, straps on that anchor, and just like, come on. Um, and I kind of do believe Charles whenever he has a take. I kind of just believe him that he believes it. That's you know? what he's not going to lie to you. That's the thing. He's going to. It might be the worst take ever, but it's what he actually believes. Exactly. I think he sees it for himself. He doesn't just go off what other people say. And that's valuable, you know, because it's so easy just to, like, determine shit by consensus, you know, or by conventional wisdom. Like, who's the best player today? Well, everyone says it's Giannis, you know, for example. Mm -hmm. But he'll just be like, really? I think this Devin Booker guy (laughs) Exactly. I don't do the accent well, but yeah. Are you saying he has an accent? That's a bit racist. Um, moving on. I'm just kidding. Everyone has accents, my boy. <laughs> Is that true? Even us. I don't think so. Everyone in California thinks they don't have an accent because everyone in the movies and has... TV sounds like that. Yeah, exactly. Because it's filmed in California. But you know what? There's something to be said about that. Clear and concise. Is, is that an accent or is that just how it's supposed to be said? Is it how it's supposed to be said, or is it how it's supposed to be said? Supposed. Well, there's California sorting words for you. <laughs> wild. Wild accusations being thrown around. Um, but no, I like I like the Charles pick. N- never a champion, too. I feel like that adds something to, to what he brings to the table. You know what I mean? Always got that chip on his shoulder that that everyone around him's got a, got a W. Um, I love <laughs> it. Chuck. Now three, I'm gonna go off script again because um, I this person was an athlete. Uh, this person was a man. Um, you know where I'm going with this? No, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> I mean, how is that a sports personality? Because how is it not a decathlon winner? There's no bigger personality. That's the athlete part. And where's the personality part missing? All everyone else mentioned here talks about sports. Oh my! Do you uh, is in the sports ecosystem? I'm not hating on the pick. It's Stan. The picks are final. Oh, I'm not backtracking on this pick. I'm saying Caitlin shares more about sports than just about anybody I know. Oh, I don't follow. Maybe maybe I'm not up on it. Does she have like a like a crazy takes? She has takes on. On transports too. I mean, she is all over the place. She she doesn't give a flying fuck, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's the reason. Hell of a golfer too. Have you seen Caitlyn Jenner hit golf balls? Holy fuck! I I've mean, seen him do the step off challenge. So good, so the fucking best. good. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be my pick. You know what? And you, the fans aren't going to hear the the talking side of this. They're just going to see the picture of Caitlin and throw the vote in. That might be a little. They'll know who to vote. Exactly. Right here. Um, third round. Okay, this is number four. Oh God! This is where it gets tough. Who do I need on this roster? So I have MMA covered. I have college basketball covered, mm-hmm. and then I have the NBA covered as well. Let me take care of the NFL and grab John Madden. Wow! Whoop. Whoop. I feel like that might be Boomer, though. Boomer's actually the whoop. 
Is it? What is John? Uh, what? Uh, I feel like that John just has the. He just has the grumbly voice. I think you're right. Tumbling, stumbling. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Boomer is a great pick, though. Shit. He is a good pick because he used to do the home run derbies too. Mm. Back, 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 gone. Um, but John Madden, I mean, revolutionized the video game industry as well. I mean, Madden might be the best selling video game, uh, sports wise, probably of all time. Yeah. And football is a complicated game and he made it digestible. A lot of people learn football from Madden. Um, yeah, definitely. And I feel like he just had, uh, like, no one hated it. You know what I mean? Just another guy that, like, everyone enjoyed being around. Um, definitely let, left his mark, you know? And when it comes to commentators, he might be the most iconic commentator ever. At least biggest name. Yeah, and that, I, you just know that voice, too. You know what I mean? It's, like, one that sticks with you. Joe Bucks is the same, but, like... In a bad way, you know what I mean? Sticks with you for, for the yeah. wrong reasons. Um, this would be a good four-person draft because there's hella honorable mentions here. Yeah, too many. Um, and I don't know how local to go with it because I, I have a local personality that's like... Crazy Joe? Crazy George, yeah. I have him on Crazy the George. list. I mean, he's a San Jose guy through and through. Um, I don't think he'll get the nod here, but um, here we go. Eek. Um, all right. So this next guy, I'm sticking, I'm, I'm going to go in the podcast realm here. And okay. this guy is a newer guy, just got signed by ESPN. I'm, I'm leaving, oh. I'm leaving your Bill Simmons out. I, I don't, Bill Simmons is what sprung the idea of me even doing a podcast. There's two guys I love that. The pod father. That's great. So There's good. two guys that I'm going to decide between on my last pick. I hope you don't draft one of them. Wow. Uh, I guarantee I you, don't, you might. I don't think you have this. I mean, maybe, but we'll see. Number four, I'm going to go with Pat McAfee. That's the guy. Really? That's the freaking guy. And I should have taken him earlier. That was the one guy I wanted. I should have taken him earlier. I kind of forgot about him. So, yeah, so did I. Um, he was number five on my list here, but... Again, he's started off as an athlete, as a kicker, punter, and just made his way up in the ranks as one of the prominent voices in sports now. You know what I mean? His podcast is fucking crazy, uh, but they just got signed by ESPN, so no more F-bombs. Yeah. If we were doing current sports personalities, I think he would have to be the number one pick. Oh, yeah. He's definitely up there. That or, like, I would say someone from Barstool, but they're not nearly as big as McAfee. They're more in, like, their own thing. McAfee, I just feel like he's been on the radio at this point. He's been – he's done everything. I was wondering if Portnoy counts as a sports personality. For sure. I I was thinking about him, but like I said, they're so in their own bubble sometimes, like with East Coast stuff. Um, A lot of people on the West Coast, like, don't even – don't even know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pat McAfee, up and coming, I, if you can even say that. But I feel like he's like the next, the next guy. Um, but yeah. yeah. And talk about putting on your friend. That's a Crazy. perfect example right there. So awesome. Um, and I mean, just the whole fucking setup they have now with the indoor courts, they're literally doing like dude perfect shit. 
it's so money. Yeah. Like when we talk about what you would want to do for work, it's, it's, you that. know, like it's that you just shoot the shit, have fun. They talk about sports and there's so many guys in there that it feels like, like, like as opposed to like solo radio or something like every credit cover all these companies. Like they just ask around the room, like, what are you guys thinking about yeah. this? You know, and you'll get all the different perspectives. You get fucking Boston Scott or Boston yeah, Connor, whatever Boston, the fuck yeah. that guy's name is, just saying heinous shit, just hating. And it's perfect because it's like Pat McAfee can't say certain shit about certain players, about certain situations. So he stays clean. He's the positive guy. Right. Just the he's reaction. Talking, oh. He's talking these players up. He's, you know, in the John Moran situation, for example, he would be the guy to be like, you know, this guy's, you know, great athlete, great guy. Doesn't seem like he hurt anyone. You know, great guy. You know, hoping to see him come through this, all this shit. And then the other guy would be like, fucking terrorist. Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but like you said, it's a great dynamic. When you have that many people in the room, it's just a free-flowing conversation. So shit just smooth. Um, yeah. But yeah, love it. Pat McAfee. Um, all right, fifth and final round. Here you go. I'm going to have to go with my guy. It's the... Number one podcast that I listen to every single year, year in, year out. And uh, he invented 30 for 30s, which have just been a, such a special part of my life. And his name is Bill Simmons. Yeah, legend. And Yeah, legend. You may have seen him working the draft for ABC, maybe at Grantland, putting on Jalen and Jacoby. He's the one that started that as well. You know, the Ringer Podcast Network. He's doing tons of stuff, man. And he's the voice about NBA and NBA history that I probably trust the most. Yeah. And, I mean, like you said, kind of the pod father. I think there's one or two that were out before his, but he was, like, very original. We were listening to him. Carpools. You were listening to him well before me, but, I mean, Carpools, it was him and then Russillo and Cannell. And it was just yep. every every fucking day. And like you said, he's a historian of the game and just uh, just kind of a legend. Been, Dude, he's a walking him. encyclopedia when it comes to the NBA. And since I haven't really missed a podcast in the last decade, I kind of feel like I've, through osmosis, become a little bit of a walking encyclopedia as well. That's definitely how that works, yeah. Um, Ask me anything. <laughs> who was the MVP of the 1979 series or season? Of the 1979 season, um, it wasn't Bill Walton. That was probably 77. 78, we got right before Magic comes into the league. It's Dr. J's league. Give me Moses. Oh, shit. You nailed it. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Atta baby. We love that. Love that. Moses Malone. Wow. Come on, man. Smoly Oli. I genuinely want to name my first son after Moses Malone. That's uh, I think you've mentioned that honestly on this was, before. Um, that was uh, in, incredible pull. Holy shit! Thanks, man. I'm, <laughs> hey, I appreciate it. That was hey, nice. it. Wasn't going to be perfect, but I knew it would be close. Yeah, I just I literally just typed in nineteen nine or nineteen seventy nine NBA MVP Moses Malone. Um, we should end there, but I have one more pick. Um, Bada bam bam bam. All right, so I'm going to talk through this one. Um, I had Jay-Z on my list before I knew it was going athletes because he put Rock Nation up. Um, yeah. He Nets. owns the Nets. Yeah, exactly. Part of the Nets. Courtside. Um, 
he's like Spike Lee courtside for the Nets type deal. Right. And that's the other one I was going to go. You were talking before this filmmakers. I was thinking you were saying Spike Lee, super fan filmmaker. He's on the list for sure. Way up there. Um, But I think I have to go just another sports center anchor. Um, Scott Van Pelt, SVP. Um, Just the legend. He been with, ESPN forever. He's another guy that's, I feel like I've seen his career, like not from the start, obviously, but been watching him since I was a fucking kid. Um, and he's just the sickest got his own show now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a great pick. He also does, uh, the masters at Augusta. Yeah. He'll be up there in that center fucking tower, you know, watching the whole thing, seeing the coffin corner, all that shit. So, yeah, uh, very versatile, right? He does it all: basketball, golf, yeah. the radio show. I mean, SVP and Rosillo was just. I honestly special. was a bigger fan. I know you don't like Canel, but I was a bigger fan of Rosillo and Canel. R and K all day. That was such a mess. No, I hated that. <laughs> Danny so Canel. I still follow him on Twitter, and he just Florida State suck job. I mean, that's all he does is suck off Florida State. It's wild. You know what that felt like? Hmm. It felt like if if you, your dad, and your brother, when you're eight years old, go to do a job, right? Let's say it's laying bricks. Right. And when the dad's there, you guys are humming, and you're laying bricks. Dad goes to lunch. Ain't doing shit. When dad's away, the it's boys will play. Like, where's the adult in the room? Yeah, ex- yeah exactly. exactly. So when the dad's away, the boys. They needed an adult in the room. They were a mess. Go to the week. Come on. Yeah. We talked about this on this pod. Yeah. Come on. It was a mess, but it was it was my mess. You, you know? love to go to the week, though. I, I did. I did. It, it just everything about we, that. You got it. I get it, but I don't think Canel got it. Yeah. No, he didn't. And, that, and that's kind of like the whole, the whole thing was like he would just have kind of not ridiculous takes, but he would say stuff, and then Rosillo would have to like course correct the whole podcast. And it was like – yeah. Then Rosillo got in trouble and it was like, okay, now now no one's got the reins of this thing, so probably gonna have to end it. Um, we could go on this topic forever, dude. Sports personalities, it's so deep, good. and that's what we should do a another one, but of like duos, like best, like uh, Neil Everett and Stan Verrett, like those, like Crook and Kyle. yeah, Ben Gundy and Jackson, exactly. Yeah. Um, that'd be another fun one because there's a bunch of fucking duos out there. Um. Did you have any other honorable mentions? So many, bro. Yeah. So many. Ryan Rosillo was one. You got SVP. Um, yeah, I mean, Joe Buck. Mm. Uh, what's his name? Boomer. Boomer would be one that I would love to have. Chris. Um, uh, Dan Lebetard. Ooh. Michael Wilbon. I'm not a Lebetard guy. Not a Lebetard guy. Tim Legler. Legs. No one... I, I'm still surprised no one's – I'm sure he's just turned down offers, you know what I mean? So I'm sure uh-huh. he loves the job just no. breaking shit down. Really? No, he couldn't even get a job coaching at his the college he went to, uh, LaSalle. That's crazy. He wants to be a coach of a college program really bad. I heard him on a pod talking all about it and how disappointed he was that no one would give him a shot. He runs his kids' AAU program. That's doing wild. well, you know, killing it. Everyone knows who he is. You don't think he's going to help with recruiting. He would do an awesome job. Well, exactly. You would think someone would take a chance just exactly for connections recruiting. to the NBA. Like what? 
everything. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I thought it was the exact. I thought he was like, nah, I like taking the money and taking a cake job, but yeah, that's shit. Um, yeah, I put, uh, Reggie Miller. Ooh, um, you know, fuck, I'm forgetting his name. Peter something from the NFL Network. Schlereth? No way. Mark Schlereth? I have no idea. I'm not not the NFL Colin, guy. Colin Coward. Colin Coward. That's when I had. I had Skip. Yep. I had Skip. Damn I almost Nick Wright. I love Nick Wright. He should have been on my list. I went. I went too classic. John Madden. You know He's what? Fucking, you know. Nick Wright though is just a fucking dick writer. That guy finds one guy he's in love with and just like studies them like it's a fucking science project. It's crazy. He does do that. He does do Um, that. I I do love Nick Wright. I I was going to say, I do like him. Brian Windhorst, another guy. LeBron dick writer. He he found LeBron in high school and just wrote it into the fucking skyline. Yeah. Ernie. Ernie Johnson. Kenny the Jet Smith. Yeah. Jalen. We mentioned Jalen Jacoby a little bit. Jalen would have been one for me five years ago. Yeah, Ernie probably deserved to be on my list, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Mike Breen, bang, mm-hmm. um, yeah, two Stephen men. A. Stephen A's another, a lot. another good one. Max Kellerman is across oh, many sports. Oh, how about Barry fucking Melrose? Wow, that as cool as the rule, as they say. Um, yeah, and that's dude. We should do one just Sports Center because, like, the golden days of Sports Center anchors. Who Teddy yeah. Bruschi, yeah, legend. Uh, who God, I, I'm trying to think of Greg Olson. What's your name? G Reg. What you do? Get hit. Drop my draws and let us see my third leg. Hey, hey. Ow. Um, I think that's how we're ending this one, folks. What a what a podcast. Um, thanks for doing this with us, and until next time, adios. Mm-hmm.